Right, guys, it's Blackman the Traveller. Hope everyone's okay. So I've got a very, very special guest, and she's going to speak for herself. Right, can you please introduce yourself, darling? Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Halle. I'm an associate at an investment bank. I grew up in Newham. I went to New, uh, went to schools in Newham, and I'm here to speak to my friend about my financial journey. Cool. So um, how old are you, first of all? Uh, I'm 27. Okay, uh, where are you originally from? I was born in Vietnam. Born in Vietnam? Yes. I've actually been to Vietnam. I am, yes. Whereabouts in Vietnam were you born? Uh, Haiphong. Okay, cool. Okay. All right, cool. So you're born in Vietnam and then you moved to the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So um, how was how was your like upbringing like, as a, a young girl? So when I came to London, I was yeah. uh, eight years old. Okay. And so I uh, stayed with my family. Yeah. And um, during that time, it was, you know, your adjusting to a new life, yeah. went to school. I actually went to Horsville, so okay. in Canning Town. Okay. Newham, um, yes, yeah. <laughs> through and through. Yeah. And uh, eventually uh, went to Cumberland as okay. my secondary school. Mm-hmm. And then one day my um, my house, I was staying with my family, got caught on fire. Oh, I, I was in my, no, so it was years ago. Yeah. And at the time we weren't in a good financial uh, situation. Yeah. So I ended up in the foster home. Okay, uh, at the sorry. age of around 13. Okay. And since 13 years old up to the time I um, start going to university, and that's yeah. when I kind of like progress from the foster home to university and staying on the university accommodation. Okay, so when you went to um, university, what did you what did you study? Uh, economics. Okay, why economics? Out of all things, like you could have studied, I don't know, theatre, you could have studied science, you could have studied anything, but why economics? That's a very like interesting tough subject to study so um one <laughs> fun fact about me yeah. when i was um just before i left to go to london from vietnam yeah. around eight years old i actually started selling stickers in the school playground wow so i would buy this like box of uh, quirky stickers from the yeah. market and i cut them up yeah like hello kitty you know mickey mouse and i start selling them in school so that was my way of like hustling around and so you already had the hustling mentality from the age of young <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah. So I enjoy, you know, like, you know, uh, hey, I've got some stickers, you want to buy it. So that was like my uh, pocket money, yeah. if you, uh, you see it. So, and that kind of uh, initiated my interest in business and commercial uh, dealings. Mm-hmm. And I kind of uh, kept that mentality. And even in school, um, when I was at Cumberland, I actually buying some stuff off of eBay, yeah. selling like cameras and USB sticks, etc. Wow. So I always wanted, you know, doing some like hustle uh, in, in, in the background. Mm-hmm. And in year 10, when everyone, you know, in school, they offer to go to to do like two weeks work experience. I don't know. You remember? Yeah, yeah you remember. So one of my uh, offer was that I was able to go to the NatWest branch in Stratford. Mm-hmm. You know, the one in Broadway. Yeah, yeah in Stratford, yeah, Broadway. Yeah it's, yeah, it's that one. Yeah. And so I was there for two weeks and, yeah. you know, dealing with customers and learning about the products, you know, a mortgage uh, advising or looking at like premium accounts for customers. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, sparks the interest in, okay. in, in, in banking and, you know, in finance for me. And so since then, I've kind of put myself on the path that I want to study economics. I was really good at math uh, at school. Yeah. And so it's a good combination you know, with numbers and with the business on the side uh, that I liked. And so I kind of put myself on the path to go and study economics at university. So, so was it the two weeks at NatWest actually empowered you and sparked you to actually carry on the journey to get involved in 
economics, right? Absolutely, yes. So within those two weeks, and then would you say that was the turning point? There was a a few things that happened yeah. um, in that in that uh, period. One yeah. of which was at that time I was staying with a foster uh, carer, okay. and her father actually came into the branch. Yeah. And oh wow! While you was there, and well, whilst I was yeah, there, yeah, 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 to uh, you know deposit some money in his account, and he saw me. That was the second time I met the the gentleman. Yeah. And he said to me, oh, you're working at uh, NetWest uh, yeah. uh, Bank. I have more respect for you now. So as a well, young... <laughs> why would you say that? I think at that time, um, my experience with yeah. the second foster home wasn't yeah. as smooth sailing. Yeah. There was a few, you know, conflicts and it affected me uh, mentally. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know what... She has been talking to her father about, but that was the second time I met um, her father. Yeah. And he just said, oh, I have more respect for you now. You work in banking. Okay. Not that it's kind of like the main factor to put me on a path to yeah. work in banking. Yeah. But I recognize that there is some kind of, you know, image of a professional yeah. in people's mind. And that's a way to get a respect. Looking back, it's my passion. But I can see why people chose to go into banking because you know there's some status, there's yeah. some you know an image of prof professional that people want to you know a way to validate themselves. And trust me, there's a lot of insecure people in banking. I would say. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I was never. I didn't even pass maths in GCSE. I don't know. I'm very good with numbers right now, but when I was young, I never passed maths. But I always like when I used to go to banks when, like, when I was a child. I never really paid attention. Yeah. I just used to go with my mum, help like my mum used to deposit money and yeah. every week I used to go and then um, we used to get EMA, thirty pound a week. Oh yes, me too. Yeah, so I used to <laughs> deposit sometimes the thirty pound or something or maybe take out the take out the money. But it's kinda hard, um it's a hard job because you're dealing with people in all walks of life, mm. you know, and then you're experiencing certain situations, how how are you gonna handle these customers? And I think it's a very it's a very interesting field to work in like financial or banking because it's a it's a number game you know mm. and there's always challenges so you've had the two weeks experience already so then what happens next uh so what happened next was i went to go to university i studied okay. economics yeah. and during university i started my own society called the bull and bear association okay. and i recognized that my university at the time so, so i went to roy holloway university okay. and it's not a target school okay it's not what do you mean by it's not a target school so a russell group so in the yeah. uk uh, yeah. you have like you know um I, I think the top 10 or top 15 i can't remember don't quote me on that yeah. of you know well-funded well sourced yeah. well very well you know known universities yeah. like oxford cambridge okay, yeah. lsc durham so all that all of those are like you know russell university so they they are the targeted university so in america you would have the ivy league like the harvard uh, no mit etc so I went to Roy Holloway, um, partly at the time they offered me a scholarship to go to university. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have to pay for my accommodation. So that really helped with my financial situation. As a care leaver, um, you know, coming from a, a foster care system with no, you know, financial backing from the family. So yeah. I do have to kind of look around to see what options. are the options yeah. exactly. And so Roy Holloway was very kind enough to offer me the, um, the scholarship. But right at the start, I recognized that, you know, 
I want to go into investment banking. I want to position myself in this competitive field. How do I go about doing that? And one of it to kind of make myself stand out is to have like, you know, show initiatives, show that I have entrepreneurial and the grit that I can, you know, take on the challenges of investment banking. Yeah. And so I started the Bula Bear Association and, you know, it's a, an association where I kind of use my network that I built over the years okay. and put on like um, talks for students at university, particularly targeting employers that might not have had, you know, be interested to so come to that, university. You done it by yourself? Yes. So you use your own time? Yes. And you built a network by yourself and you was networking with other people. So basically you was kind of em- empowering other people to, to like understand what you're trying to do, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, I'm trying to provide a platform yeah, yeah, for yeah. students to get to know other employers yeah. who might not necessarily come on universe, come on my campus. Yeah. So we ha- we do have, you know, like, you know, perhaps some uh, companies that you might not heard of. Yeah. But I want to target, you know, like BP, yeah. EY, PwC, you know, the really big companies yeah. to come onto my campus. And so I have built really connect- good connections with a BP um uh, com- organization in the past yeah. and so I actually managed to get one of the very well respected traders to come in and oh, wow. do a talk congratulations thank you That's all right. <laughs> and you know and that kind of put my society uh, you know out there and you know uh, and that is one of the way for me to build network and when it came to you know uh, interviewing and they were asking me about you know what have you done at yeah. university and say look this is what I have done and um, and after that, I uh, that helped me to secure an internship at Credit Suisse, which is one of the you know biggest uh, investment banking on the high street. They based in Canary Wharf, mm-hmm. and they have um, you know offices around the world and very much originated in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And so I did a three month um, three month internship mm-hmm. at the Credit Suisse with that company. Yeah. With that company, yeah. And after that, you know, it's a very tough experience. You know, waking up like you know. Um, 6 a.m. going to uh, sleep at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. It's a very hard grilling experience. Though. It is like, but I was prepared. But yeah. you know, in my head, I said, like, you know, this is what you know um, the the process, and I was just very much interested to kind of like learn as much as possible in the, in that you know three month internship, and so I was there weekend. I was there, you know, the first to to come, the first, the last to leave. So you was determined. You have the hunger. Yes. So you, so you're born in Vietnam. You've come over to the UK. You've had ups and downs, like you know, trials and tribulations. You was in a foster care. Then you went to university. Then while in the university, but no, before the university, you had the two weeks thing. Mm-hmm. Was in that West. So it was from that those two weeks that changed your life and said, mm-hmm. okay, now you know your vision. Moving forward, you went to university. Then you still. Like you had, like you used the energy to like pursue your career, then you started a foundation in university, right? So okay, cool. So that that shows that consistency in your the hunger, mm-hmm. and you 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 saw, you saw your vision, and you continued. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you as a female, have you have you have you ever suffered any like major setbacks in this field? Have you ever had any discrimination, or have you ever had any setbacks because you're a female? And maybe I don't know. Maybe the majority of the people in industry like are dominant are are, are males. I don't know. I'm just just curious about that. Funny you ask because yeah. uh, with finance there are some uh, kind of like I think with any job with 
is some microaggression. But funny thing is, I exper- experienced that more with a female colleague yeah. than a male colleague. Yeah. And for example, at a two weeks uh, work experience, uh, I was, you know, very much you know, showing initiative. I wanted to help out with everything as po- as, as much as possible. Yeah. And one of the feedback I received from one of the, you know, the ladies that was working there was like, you know, this is not her job. You know, she's not supposed to do this. Um, one lady said that to you? No, one lady uh, said it to one of my male colleagues. and he re- Yeah. Okay. So, and he, uh, he, and he related, but, you know, I wasn't in there during the conversation. Yeah. Um, so, since then, like, you know, I kind of like stepped back and, you know, not being as uh, helpful yeah. uh, in, in a way. And um, so, when I went to, um, to work at another uh, f- uh, financial institution, I had to, uh, a run-in into, you know, a quite let's say a demanding female uh, boss yeah. but she you know she did uh, taught me a lot of uh, you know things that I kind of like appreciated for but however the working kind of relationship was very tough well so you did suffer certain certain setbacks in the industry mm. how would you would you say that it's it's worth to be in the position that you're in right now Absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't change it. Like, if I had to go back and, you know, I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. But, you know, I took that as lessons. Yeah. And I've really taken on uh, all the, you know, situations I encounter. And I have learned that, you know, there's cert- certain situations. I mean, I was really young then, yeah. you know, fresh out of university. I had yeah. very little uh, experience, even life experience, you know. And so there are certain uh, situations, looking back, I could have dealt with it better. If you didn't take this opportunity, what do you think you, you would be doing right now? Oh, I don't know. I'm probably gonna, still going to find my way around it and then trying to get what, in. Okay, what would, have been, <laughs> what, what, what would have been maybe your plan B? My plan B? You know, so, I didn't have a plan B. I, so, was, I had no option. So like, I, I was saying to myself, this is it. Like, this is going to be my, um, you know, my path. Like, yeah. I, didn't, I was very rigid in my thinking yeah. uh, back then. You know? yeah. I was like, you know, I have to get in because, you know, this is what I, I, I love. This is what I enjoy. I really want to go into invest, investment banking. I want to be around, you know, smart, hardworking, driven individuals to learn from them. Because like, my biggest fear at the time was like not learning enough. Mm. And that not was having, biggest fear at that time. That, that was my biggest fear because I really just want to learn yeah. as much as possible. Um, but now I'm kind of in a, in a good place. Yeah. I'm kind of like taking a bit of a step back. I'm still in investment banking, but I am not, you know, propelled to do like, you know, 12 hours of work and then, you know, 70, 100 hours a week. I'm happy to kind of like take a step back and, you know, look around me and see what other things I can do with my time and, you know, with the passion that I have. I've seen on your social media platforms, you um, you, you offer some mentoring and you also give people advice can you tell me how does that work sure absolutely so um my passion stemmed from uh, when i was uh, at school i i had a mentor yeah. and she worked at bp at the time that's how i kind of built my connection yeah. and she really like you know helped me to kind of understand myself and how to deal in a different situation professional yeah. you know if i have like you know um conflicts or questions i always like go to her and she gave really good advice um so is this a way for me to kind of give back 
for the community because mm-hmm. I realized, uh, particularly coming from Newham, yeah. there is a real lack of role models and a real lack of, you I know, totally, like I mentoring. Totally agree. And I'm really big on mentoring because I think, you know, you can learn a lot from someone who has experienced it before. Mm-hmm. And because they have have seen it all, right? Because they have trial and errors and, you know, they have kind of found a way. Yeah. And so when I got the position at investment banking, you know, at Credit Suisse and City, yeah. um, I received a lot of like, you know, emails and uh, messages from students on LinkedIn saying, oh, can you help me, you know, to prepare for, can you look at my CV? Wow. Can so you, you look at so my you interviews? Had random people that you don't know mm-hmm. messaging you mm-hmm. for you to give them advice and mm-hmm. inspire them. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. And then, so I thought, wow, like, you know, there is, you know, um, I wouldn't say a gap in the market, but I, I realized, you know, people do need some uplifting. Yeah. And they they do, you know, there are people out there do, do they do coaching, right? Yeah. But they charge a lot, you know, like, you know, a hundred pounds just for like a sit down. And, and for me, there should be some financial kind of incentive because, you know, if you get something for free, you don't really value it. That's true. So you would have to kind of like part some way to put a value on something on my service. So like mentoring for me, yes, there is a, you know, it's, there is a service there, but I'm also offering an opportunity to like build relationship and have that, um, you know, someone who ha- will be there for the person. For example, yeah. uh, a university student look, uh, reaching out for me who mm-hmm. wants to break into banking or, you know, in any in, in any sector. I can look at your CV. I have um, uh, a girl that I helped. Uh, she's in creative industry and she got two job offers. Yeah. And so being there for someone, you know, through from university, help them to get a job, looking at their CV, preparing them for interviews. Once they start working, you know, Look, you will you start thinking about you know investing, yeah. uh, buying a house, saving up, how to better your finance. So I want to be there for them during that you know milestone steps yeah. in their career. So I will be kind of the the mentoring, you know, guiding them throughout so them the whole ad- adulthood basically. Yeah. Because you know where I am right now, I got a good job. I bought my house. I'm a, ho- a homeowner. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. <Wow. laughs> I have a good investment portfolio. You yeah. know, I'm looking to like you know expand my property portfolio. Yeah. Um, so you know, I'm coming, going like going first, and then you know, helping the people who wants to kind of may, maybe follow in a same footstep, or just you know, want someone to uh, have that advice, that authentic, you know, genuine, truthful advice that they you know want. What? You to be have a lot for. of um, you have a lot of courage. Because you you've actually come to another country and you've actually went through a lot of stuff, and you're very sincere, you know what I mean, and you're very like passionate in what you do, and for you to actually um, use your time and help other people, you know, that's sending you emails and you're actually helping them, and you're actually making them grow, and that's important. So that that just shows that you're you're not just a mentor, you're a leader, you know what I mean? You're inspiring because you're empowering other people that want to be in your position or you're empowering other people that want to, you know what I mean, like reach their goals. And that's actually, that's actually, that's, that's beautiful. You know what I mean, I never rare. thought of it like that, but like hearing it from your perspective, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's really uh, validating what I'm doing. It's, it's you know right, what, because you know? a lot of people don't really understand like what they're doing can help so many people mm. until you actually understand the full fundamental 
and you actually break it down, you're thinking, wow, what I'm doing is actually sick. But apart from that, it's inspiring because I'm motivating people and you're changing people's lives. So you're using your online like mentoring platforms to inspire people to come, look, I've done this. This is my journey. This can be you. Mm -hmm. So you're inspiring people, you know what I mean? And you're motivating people and that's beautiful. So are you, um, in terms of like females as well, do you, do you start to like empower other girls like to jump on your platform or do you want to create like another type of platform? So before I kind of rebranded my platform, so yeah. before it was just how, yeah. and it's just, just me like sharing a blogger, sharing my platform yeah, yeah. and people didn't kind of like resonate that I'm, you know, very much focused on finance. Yeah. So b before that, my platform was very much male dominated, you know, 60% 40, uh, male and 40% uh, female. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, you know what, like female, they um, there's a lot of talented ladies out there yeah. and a lot of... Um, there's, there's in a way with finance and investing it's a intimidating topic for females yeah. because they look at it like you know very much um, the male thing like the male dominant in male that. dominant uh, yeah. even for like a house I recently saw um, a video this is uh, don't you might think this is just a poor people problem, but it's rich people do have that problem as well even yeah. like um, a lady um, very famous model Polina her husband died and did not leave her you know a share inheritance for example so she's got stuck in a way where she was you know had no idea what she'll be doing yeah. so it's a way you know female needs to have a plan they start to start you know, thinking about themselves as well yeah. you are in a in a, you are in a in a partnership with your a husband or partner but you always have to have something of your own yeah. and that is something i think some females kind of they don't think of it like that the, their me uh, mentality is very much you know what's kind of like what we build together we kind of share yeah. i do agree with that but at the same time like you to help you focus and to help you on your own uh, financial journey, you know, anything can happen. You need to have something of your own. And yeah. this is something that I want to put out there for the females. And since then, it has changed. So like my platform now is very much 50-50. Yeah. So there's a balance now. There's a balance now. And even though if I change the color, making it more you know, female friendly, yeah. the males are still coming to my platform yeah. because I thought, okay, if I change my uh, my branding, you know, the guys would go off because you know, it's too girly. But in fact, they're just there for my content because, you know, I do uh, push out um, good content and, you know, make it really, really easy for them to understand. And... Uh, I can see the level of engagement with females have increased significantly. And they would come to me and ask uh, ask me questions. And, you know, recently with the delivery IPO, you know, yeah. I put it on my platform yeah. and say, look, uh, delivery is do doing an IPO. And I think this is a, such a great opportunity to kind of step in and buy from, uh, invest in a company that is, you know, well known. And they have a really good model and a really good team. Yes, they are uh, loss making, but a lot of companies are still loss making Uber etc or the high growth companies yeah. and so all, a lot of females my friends are like hey I'm investing like thanks for your platform yeah. and so it's really like make me like happy in See, a way because you're inspiring I mean you're inspiring people <laughs> I hope I hope that's the case but I, I'm just hoping that you know with that you know people will start thinking of you know before they're buying something they would yeah. instead of buying it's going to be invest yeah. I remember there's one thing you told me on social media you said something about no, you told me on WhatsApp um, that you need to invest or like you don't make, I don't know, like there was like a saying that you said and that caught my attention. All like right. Week, you said something to me 
And when I was, I did say to you, oh, I want to get involved in investing. Yes, I da, remember, da, da, da. yeah. I remember you said something about um, rich people don't get, you don't get rich by saving, you get rich yes. by investing. Yes. I was like, what the fuck? Sorry for sorry. And I was like, what? But then... No oh. one get rich by by saving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one get rich by you investing. Get rich by investing, right? You get rich by investing. So when you said that, I was like, I couldn't really, I, I couldn't really understand. Mm. Then actually, I sat down in my room and I was like, then I called my partner. I said, ah, oh, my friend Hallie, she said this, and then my partner explained it to me properly. And I said, wow, like you need to understand, like we do live in a materialistic way. Mm. I mean, in the world, whatever. Yeah. And it's true. You need to invest in yourself to yes. see a longevity. Of wealth and the long term of you know what I mean yeah so it's it's yeah it's it's, it's true yeah and I, I totally respect what you're doing I mean what you are doing now yeah, is yeah. investing you're investing your time yeah, right yeah, you're, yeah. you're investing into building your uh your platform yeah, you're investing yeah. so we need to normalize that because you know sometimes people just look at it oh you're just doing something to wasting your time etc yeah. but you know many people they just like buy something expensive like you know they depreciate in yeah. value over time like a car yeah as soon as you buy that car you walk out of the showroom that price dropped like 12 percent. yeah i didn't know that yeah on yeah. average yeah like if you buy a brand new car you walk out of the showroom if you want to return it yeah. it's not going to be the same price you're not going to get the same the same refund you know as soon as you buy it you walk out drop give me what inspiration words would you give out to people right now that are, that are stuck that have that 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 have businesses they don't know what they're doing or they're trying to achieve like their goals in your field. What motivation words would you would you say to the people out there? It's hard like to say one word, but yeah. I think like keep going. Yeah. As long as you keep going, like there will always be a breakthrough. Yeah. I always believe in that. Like, you know, you have to try try go through trials and errors and that's yeah. when you kind of perfect your own perfect recipes. Yeah. in a way because like, I can't tell you what to do yeah. I don't, I'm not in your situation you're not in my situation but you have to learn this is why I love books I love yeah. like reading the stories because a lot of people have gone through certain journeys and some uh, stories resonate with me because I can relate yeah. and so by reading books by networking and actually like expanding your own knowledge that is the quickest way to kind of get out of that situation and doing something of your time I, I mean you know don't don't look look after yourself look after your mental health because you know, if you don't have that then you would kind of stuck in the same cycle so read books and believe that everything will be okay i always i always have that yeah. kind of like, <laughs> no problem you know read books read books read everything books. will be okay everything will be okay no but you're 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 inspiring man you know what i mean and you're the same age as me right or when you're i younger. think so i'm 27 how old are you 27, 27 93 wow. right yeah so wow you're 27 and you really bought your your first house <laughs> fuck it up we live in london, live in london <laughs> yes. that's expensive <laughs> but it that is. shows that determination hunger yeah. consistency and that's amazing um where would you can you please tell the audience where they can find you on social media platforms how they can reach out towards you and yeah yeah, so I am on a social media. So I'm on uh, Instagram. So my uh, my Instagram name is Bank Me Later. So it's a kind of word of 
thank me later yeah, because yeah. you know um, I want to you know, give out as much good content and good uh, kind of like knowledge as possible on finance and so uh, reach me uh, on there I'm also you know check out my website is bankmelater.com and find me on LinkedIn if you kind of want to check out what I'm doing on on so um, on on the financial what's the LinkedIn uh it's Halli Nguyen mm-hmm. oh, it's a very common Vietnamese name but yeah, yeah. uh the link is on my uh, uh website so okay just reach out thank you very much for coming in i really appreciate it um you spoke a lot of wisdom you've empowered many people hopefully that's going to watch this to get involved in what you're doing and especially for like what you uh what you've been through you know what i mean and your story and your journey and where you are now to buy your first house before 27 or whatever fuck that's amazing but, 25 um, 25 well, <laughs> it don't matter this is London yeah. it's expensive but, but your journey you yeah. know what I mean your journey can relate to millions of people around the world but you don't know that I don't know that not until they watch this so that's the that's the beauty of this podcast you know people coming on you know what I mean speaking about the journey and people can actually relate so I really really appreciate it for you no, to come no thank down. you for having me because you know I really love your story because you know yeah. we grew up together yeah, you know, we, we used yeah, to hang around Forest Gate yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so we used to hang around uh, Forest Gate uh, to, together and yeah, you know, yeah. I know I remember you were just like it's tall yeah. really wild guy I was crazy <laughs> I, yeah, I was designing VIG for you guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on MySpace yeah yeah uh, and so you know to see that you when I saw that you were travelling I was like wow someone broke out of uh the, of the hood yeah, yeah. and going traveling and open their you know their mind to a lot of possibilities and seeing different culture and you know being humbled by how you know the world has re- evolved around Newham and around you there are so many things that you can see when you're traveling so the fact that you travel and you travel to different places and you actually lived in different places really inspired me to because like i really want to live in another country and actually like you know and uh, put myself in a very kind of different uh, situation yeah. and learn from that so in a way like you are an inspiration for me thank you so yeah. like thank you for doing all, <laughs> no, all that's this. all right that's all right and hopefully we are definitely going to do another episode you're gonna maybe get your second house by then <laughs> you know what i mean and, um, finger crossed fingers crossed and hopefully by then you would actually have like a very big major platform and yeah so guys i hope you guys enjoyed this blog um be 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 honest in the comment section you know you know what i mean comment like and subscribe watch out for the next blog it's black man about